0: Welcome back to the Murdy Creative Co. Podcast. I'm your host, Colin Murdy, and today's topic is sales tax solution. But first, I want to say thank you to everyone who supported the company so far. If you haven't got a chance, go check us out on the web at murdycreative.co. That's M-U-R-D-Y creative.co. Or you can check us out on Facebook and Instagram by searching at murdycreative.co to see the best of our product shots. Follow us to keep up to date with the daily photos and be the first ones to know about our new product launches. You can also use the subscribe button at the bottom of our website to be included in all the new product announcements. Be sure to check out the laser engraving, personalization options, and exclusive colors on the website. Or you can get a blank one on Amazon Prime. All right, so for those of you who listened to my $10,000 mistake yesterday, we are continuing to work on resolving this problem, and I wanted to give a little more kind of ongoing kind of discussion and give you guys a little bit of a how we're working to solve this. So I, uh, I, I talked a little bit more with the accountants to get some ideas on what we could possibly do, and I think the answer is that we're going to go with giving the sales tax back. So because we collected sales tax, but we don't have nexus at the end of the year with any of these states... The good news is that we can kind of get by issuing refunds on the original payment amount and and sending emails to people saying this was originally collected as sales tax, but because we didn't have nexus, uh, we're returning this to you. This should be paid out on your regular 1040EZ uh, to the fed or to your state government with your whatever your state taxes are. So not your 1040EZ, I guess. Um, I think that that is, I mean, it's it's still an incredibly time-consuming process because we have to go day by day with each of the transactions to all of our customers and we have to figure out what they paid with. So whether it was Square or what, like a credit card or whether they paid with PayPal. And then we have to go to the appropriate platform. We have to find their transaction on the appropriate platform. We have to confirm the amount that we refund them. We have to send them that refund. Then we write an email where we input that um, refund amount and we uh, we then send that back to them and send that email to them with the details of how much we refunded them and we have to do this with each and every one of our customers so that is of course very very time-consuming and kind of complicated but that's what we have to do for 2018 Now, the 2019 problem, we're still working on resolving, and there's not like a lot of great opportunities out there. And the short answer is that this is a problem for everybody. So I'm really, really hoping that the government solves this before the 2019 tax year. And I don't think they're going to, but I've got an idea for a free market solution that could solve this a little bit easier in the meantime. So, for example, what we are going to be doing for 2019 is we are not collecting sales tax for 2019 until we have to. So we're gonna be tracking our sales for each of the different states, and then what we're gonna do quarterly or monthly, we're gonna review that with our accountants and say, okay, we're getting close to nexus in these several states. At that point, we'll then file for the appropriate seller's permit to collect the sales tax in that state and everything. And we're gonna have to see if we can find either a registered agent in that state to do it on our behalf or whatever the appropriate procedures to get that is. Then once we have that seller's permit, we'll be able to collect those taxes and then we'll probably pay them out uh, monthly as sales tax. It's incredibly complicated and it's not a great way to do it, but it's what we have to do to be able to comply with what current laws are on the books. So one solution that I've encouraged You know, so there's okay. Now you might ask yourself, what can I do? If you're a small business owner, um, or actually, frankly, if you're anyone's, uh, if you're anyone at all, you can go to the App Store and you can get an app called Stance, S-T-A-N-C-E. If you go find it, it looks like it's got someone. It's kind of like a microphone. It's a very simple app, and what you do is you record on that app your name and your address, and then as the intro, and then you can find based off your location what your current representatives are, and you can record a message. And then once you record that message, you can hit send, and what it does is it automatically calls your representative, and then plays them that message, and then they have that. That's so that's that's how you can get in touch with your representative. It's very simple. It's very easy. It takes f- just a few minutes. If you wanted to do that, I would recommend that you call them and you say, "This is a concern, and an issue that was brought up by a company that I purchased from, that I think is very uh, is on the right track." And they are a small business who has been very seriously affected by the sales tax changes that have gone on. Because of the complexity, because of the difficulty, it's incredibly time-consuming for them to keep up, and they have mentioned that this is a, an expense that is preventing them from continuing to be able to grow and hire more people, and it's a solution that really needs to be put in play. So you can send that to them, and I think that will help. Uh, if enough people complain, they're going to eventually change it. That's kind of how democracy works. but. Another way you can do it is uh, is, is to just be vigilant and, and to work on making sure that, that you are doing what you can to pay your taxes. Part of the reason that this arose in the Supreme Court decision was that it w- it, the Supreme Court said that too many people weren't paying the taxes they should have been, that there was some, for South Dakota specifically, there was some 48 to $53 million dollars that was being uh, lost by the state because people weren't paying the taxes that they were supposed to be voluntarily paying based off sales and use tax. And so I would just encourage all of you, you know, do the right thing, pay the sales tax on the stuff you buy online. That's what you're supposed to be doing and everything. And we are going to be doing our best at our company because of the emails that we're sending with the specific amounts that you paid in sales tax. We're going to be doing our best to encourage that. And I would recommend for all the small business owners out there that are doing that same thing or or facing the same challenge, if you send that email to your customers with a specific amount that they owe that you refunded them, that can help you demonstrate to the government that you made every good faith effort, best faith effort to comply with the law and to inform your, your customers of what they owe the government. I think that's the best path. But like I said for 2019 we're working on filing all of these taxes and, and the short answer is once like for example let's say we had nexus in California now that we filed <clears throat> so now that we have X- nexus in that in this state and we've filed for the seller's permit we start collecting taxes as soon as we hit that nexus point so everyone who purchased in California before we hit nexus they're on the hook for paying the sales tax for the product everyone after the fact we're gonna collect sales tax and pay it on their behalf and we'll denote that of course on the the invoice on the, on the final thing that you you hit checkout so you'll see that once we hit that nexus we're gonna have to find each and every jurisdiction that every sale occurs in. Now, for us, we're gonna charge a flat sales tax for all of California just because there's no good way for us to know each and every municipality. Now, each municipality may have an additional tax that they've levied on their people, so we're gonna have to get good at knowing what those are and we're gonna have to go pay those as well and that's just gonna come out of the profit margin. There's just no way to calculate it otherwise. So that's incredibly time-consuming, expensive, and it's going to be a huge problem for us. And I'm perceiving tens and tens and tens of thousands of dollars, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars in compliance costs next year. And that's not going to be good for us. Because that's money that we otherwise would spend on launching new products, bringing on new people. And it's kind of a made-up problem. They just took something that wasn't a problem, and they made it a problem anyway. Another common sense solution that could arise out of the free market and this is something I've mentioned, I've sent this message to Square twice now, is Square is our credit card provider and it doesn't have to be Square, it could be Stripe or any of the other major credit card providers, as soon as someone figures it out they will own the market. All they would have to do is this, I would tell Square, as I do currently, how much to charge the customer and of course the cust- you, know, you need to have the shipping and billing information so the customer, we have their address. Square would collect not only the amount that I told them, but then they would figure out what the appropriate sales tax that should be charged that person is, and they would collect it. Now, they wouldn't collect it on anybody before we hit nexus, but they would know, because of the laws, they would know when we hit nexus, right? They would know how many sales we've done, because they are tracking it. Once we hit that nexus, then they charge the appropriate sales tax, and then they file that with the government on our behalf. Now, they currently offer something similar to that with payroll, right? Like if I I, have, I use Square for our payroll, so when we have new employees and we owe the government taxes on what we pay them, Square files that on our behalf and lets us know how much they filed for us and all of the proper reporting. So if Square were to do this, I would be willing to pay 30 or 40 cents a transaction on top of what I already am going to pay just because at some level it's it's... It's just so expensive for us to comply. And if they did implement this, this would be something where it would be so important for all the small businesses to use the same system to make sure that they had the best compliance. So I think this is an opportunity for Square, and I'm calling on all of you who may be working or know somebody at Square. If you know someone, tell them about this. This is a great idea. Or if you know someone who works at one of the other credit card processing companies, tell them about this. This is a huge deal. But if they were to be able to track I would be able to send them a bill for $75, and they would bill my customers, of course. And then they would say, okay, this customer lives in this place, and we know how much sales tax is because we've done the research. We've got people that can figure that out. We're going to charge them the appropriate sales tax on top of it. You're never going to see the sales tax because there's no reason you should. We're just going to automatically pay that to the right municipality, the right jurisdiction for you on your behalf. Now, I don't think this should have to be a thing. I don't think that it would make any sense at all for this to continue to be a problem, right? Because it's just making e-commerce and, and online businesses, which are a primary business in this country, and small businesses, it's just making it more hard on them. And they're the ones that are creating all the jobs and creating all of the momentum and, frankly, creating a lot of new products. And I think that should be something that we encourage in our economy, not discourage. So this is a frustration, and I'm working on solving it. And if you have any other ideas or solutions, feel free to reach out to me. All right, folks, thanks for tuning in today. Be sure to check back in tomorrow for our next topic, and don't forget to check that subscribe button below to be sure to get the latest podcast right away. If you have any questions or concerns about your leather binder, please feel free to contact us on the main page of our website at merdicreative.co, or you can reach out to us via email, text, direct message, all the usuals, and I'll do my best to get back to you as soon as possible, but I do appreciate your patience. If you think I deserve it, a good review can go a long way to help us grow our new community, and word of mouth is still the best form of advertising, so please tell your friends. Having said, if you have any podcast topics you want to hear more about, send them my way. I'm always happy to engage with our growing community, and I want to give you guys what you want. If you're looking for multiple binders for gifts, giveaways, menus, really, any reason, ask about our book discounts. We do have those available. Thanks so much for tuning in, and have a great day, and goodbye.